You're listening to Comedy Central. September 12, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. I could not be more excited. Anna Kendrick is here, everybody. So much fun. She's here to discuss her new movie, A Simple Favor. But first, let's catch up on today's headlines. Whoosh. By now, you've probably heard about Serena Williams accusing a US Open umpire of sexism during her finals match last week. Well, today, he's returning her serve. The Times of London says that tennis umpires may boycott Serena Williams' matches after her confrontation at the U.S. Open final. They think that fellow umpire Carlos Ramos was, in their words, thrown to the wolves for upholding the rules. The Women's Tennis Association and the U.S. Tennis Association back Williams' claims of sexism. Wow. The umpire strikes back. (laughs) Get it? Because the ump... Anyway. Uh... And look, I I don't know, man. The tennis umpires can say whatever they want, that they're gonna boycott Serena, but don't pretend you can actually boycott Serena Williams in tennis, because she basically is tennis. Well, the umpires are gonna be like, from now on, I'm not umpiring for Serena. I'm only gonna umpire games for, uh, I wanna say, Stephanie, or... (laughs) Look, I don't know the other ones, but you get my point. (laughs) In other news, you know that iPhone you just bought? Well, as of today, it sucks. That's right. (laughs) Apple announced the new iPhones today. Although, I'll be honest, Apple has spoiled us so much, right? These launches don't really feel exciting anymore. It's like, yeah, screens are bigger, the phone can predict when I'm gonna die, whatever, (laughs) you know? Like, if Apple wants me to pay attention, they should bring back, they should just bring out Robert Mueller in a turtleneck, that's what they need. (laughs) Him walking out, like, introducing the 2018 (laughs) indictments. This changes everything. Oh, and moving on to some stupid news, here's some stupid people being stupid. We want to show you this wild surprise for tourists at a safari park. A lion jumping into their cart, climbing on top of the tourists, even licking one guest as they all try to get the perfect Instagram shot. Luckily, the big cat was feeling friendly. Just weeks ago, a woman was actually mauled by a different lion at the same park in Crimea. Mauled by a different lion? This lion is not a lion. I'm always shocked at how much white people love animals. Because, like, they'll go to a place where someone was just mauled by a lion, but they're like, yeah, but this is a different lion, okay? (laughs) They're not all the same. I'm like, why can't black people get the same benefit of the doubts? (laughs) It's true. Because... Because you know they wouldn't be that comfortable if a black guy started crawling through their car (laughs) like that. They were like, take a selfie, take a selfie. And I'm not saying it's racism. I just think maybe white people are more comfortable with lions because they have cats. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so when they see lions, they just think, oh, it's a big cat. So maybe what we need to do is invent tiny black people (laughs) to live in white people's houses. Yeah, so that they're comfortable when they see the real thing. (laughs) Just be like, nice to meet you, Darnell. You remind me of Mr. Whiskers. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our main story. (laughs) Hurricane season. 
For many states, it's one of the most dangerous times of the year. Even more dangerous than when the Philadelphia Eagles come to town. Yeah, that was them when they were winning. And with Hurricane Florence barreling toward the East Coast, everyone is preparing for the worst. Breaking news, potentially catastrophic. Hurricane Florence barreling toward the Carolinas. 20 million people in the danger zone. And officials are warning, if you don't get out by tonight, well, it might be too late. Nearly 3,000 National Guard troops are being activated with orders to preserve life and safety when Florence hits. This has the potential to be the costliest storm ever to hit the U.S., the worst-case scenario, estimated at more than $170 billion of damage. That is insane. This hurricane could cause up to $170 billion in damage. You realize that that amount means if you multiply that by all of the people who live... Look at that, it says boobs. <laughs> anyway, the point is, that's a lot of money. And although everyone from Jake Tapper to the Coast Guard is warning people to evacuate, there's always that one guy, one guy, who thinks he's stronger than the storm. Jim Darling, in fact, is one of those residents who's gonna wait it out here. Why, uh, what gives you the confidence? No confidence, it's just I've been to him before here, and... I'd rather just be at home. There's always people who don't leave, and they, they stress to you that you might even put first responders in jeopardy if they need to come help you out. The congressman I just spoke to says there's not going to be people here to, to help you out in case you need help. I'm, like I said, I'm not really worried about it. I won't be calling anybody to help me out any I can take care of it myself. Okay, so, so we're just going to do this whole interview like there's in the parrot crawling around <laughs> all over this guy. Because for me, the hurricane just became the second biggest story. I want to know what's going on over there. And also, this isn't even about the parrots, but I'm always suspicious of people who don't want to evacuate in a disaster. Like, I feel like there's a 50-50 shot they've got someone kidnapped in their basement. <laughs> yeah, because this could be the biggest storm ever, and this guy's like, oh, don't, don't send first responders. No, don't, don't, uh, we'll be fine. I mean, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Yeah, don't look in my basement. <laughs> anyway, this storm is looking really dangerous, and it doesn't really matter what some random dude in a parking lot thinks about it. What matters is what the random dude in the Oval Office thinks about it. We have something, it could very well be very similar to Texas in the sense that it's tremendous amounts of water. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. <laughs> mm. So eloquent. So, so, so eloquent. Trump sounds like he's doing a book report on hurricanes and he forgot to read the book. He's like, tremendously big and tremendously wet. Uh, oh, a lot of people don't know this. The rain is coming from the top, from the top, high up. <laughs> now, look, all hating aside, at least President Trump knows there's a storm coming. And it looks like he's planning to do his best. The only problem is he thinks Puerto Rico is his best. I think that Puerto Rico was an incredible, unsung, Success. Texas, we have been given A-pluses for. Uh, Florida, we've been given A-pluses for. I think in a certain way, the best job we did was Puerto Rico, but nobody would understand that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> nobody would understand that. Because calling Puerto Rico an unsung success is, is crazy. 3,000 people died, right? Power wasn't fully restored for almost a year. And even the director of FEMA, who, by the way, was standing next to Trump in that same press conference, wrote a report saying that the government was sorely unprepared for Hurricane Maria. Yeah. So if that's a success, what does Trump consider a failure? He's gonna be like, folks, Puerto Rico was literally blown off the face of the earth 
and it was launched into the sun where it vaporized immediately. <laughs> I'm giving it my lowest grade, B plus, B plus, folks, <laughs> B plus. I mean, let's face it, Trump is just incapable of admitting failure, like ever. Think about it, even after he had Don Jr., he still thought it was a good idea <laughs> to have four more kids. And now, and now, if you're one of those people who pays attention to storms, you've probably noticed that Florence looks to be the strongest hurricane ever to hit this far north on the East Coast. And scientists have said that as climate, the climate keeps warming, we can expect even more of these storms, right? But instead of trying to mitigate greenhouse gases, Trump is just throwing more fuel on this tremendously wet fire. The EPA wants to weaken an Obama-era requirement that companies monitor and repair methane leaks from oil and gas wells. Energy companies say the rules requiring them to test for emissions are costly and burdensome. The Environmental Protection Agency today issued new rules making it easier for oil and gas companies to release methane, which is a particularly potent greenhouse gas. Yeah, that's right. The Trump administration is making it easier for oil and gas companies to leak methane into the air. Yes, apparently methane leaks are the only kind of leaks that Trump doesn't want to stop. Like, the only way we're gonna get Trump to care about them is for a broken pipe to write an anonymous op-ed in the New York Times. <laughs> then he'd be like, we gotta stop these leaks, folks! Where is that pipe? <laughs> so, the bad news is, Hurricane Florence could be one of the worst natural disasters America has ever faced. And we have a president who's proven he's not great at handling natural disasters. The good news is, thanks to that president's climate change policies, he'll get a lot more disasters to practice on. We'll be right back. tonight is an Academy Award and Tony-nominated actor who stars in the new thriller, A Simple Favor. Please welcome Anna Kendrick. <laughs> it's a high chair. Okay. It is a high chair. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for me. being Thank here. You so and much for having me. I feel like you should have warned me personally before this movie came out because I expected it to be another comedy. So I proceeded in comedy, 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 and then I was like, oh yeah, another comedy. And then I, I, I watched it. I would just this. really disappoint people. That's what I was going it's for. It's not disappointing. It's <laughs> thrilling. But I kept waiting for the joke, and then I was just terrified the whole time. Oh great! Because this is not a comedy at all. No. Well, I mean, there's uh, hopefully moments where you're. It's fun yes. and you're smiling, maybe. But I, it's not like big belly laughs. Right. It's fun. Um, it's like you know, fun in the way that you have fun when you're scared and your favorite characters might be dead. It's, I don't know. It's a very specific type of fun. Yeah. That's a very, because the story, uh, so for those who don't know, that you play a character who is asked uh, a favor, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil any of the plot, like, beyond this point, because the movie really is dark and twisted. Your, your friend, who's played by Blake Lively, yeah. asks you for a favor. Yes. She goes, hey, can you look after my kid? Yes. And then, boom, she disappears, disappears. and it's like, she's just gone. Yeah. Yeah, and it is very much like, but really, she's gone. Like, what's the plan? What's going on? Like, is she dead? Is she, yeah. like... This, and it's just, like, it's really freaky. Yeah, it's, um... I know, it... That doesn't sound like a lot to go on, but, like, there's so many twists and turns. Like, there, yeah. it, there is a plot beyond just, she's gone, and that's the end of the movie. And we're like, what happened to her? Yeah, it's just, like... It's weird. Just a movie of people just standing in a room, like, where is she? She's yeah. gone. <laughs> is she gone? She's gone. No, it's, it's really scary, because, like, like I say, it's weird... To try and speak about it without giving anything away is like yeah. it's 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 an interesting story because you you have this character that you're playing that's so yes. different from everyone you played. Yeah, it's well, it's it's kind of about like there's a lots of there's lots of plot twists and turns, but it's kind of about people kind of being more than what they seem. Right. And um, certainly these two women are more than what they seem, and you know 
women tend to have secrets in their lives. And um, Emily, uh, Blake's character, has more kind of literal secrets. And I think my character has more um, kind of secrets in the sense of like her personality is really more than what it seems. Like yes. it, she's the kind of person you look at and you think you have her completely figured out. And there's a lot more to her. There's a lot more going on with her. And it was one of those tricky ones because um, when I read the script, like my character is very upbeat, very chipper. Um, you know, she has qualities that frankly are, you know, in the real world are kind of denigrated. Like uh -huh. she, well, like she tries really hard and that's not cool. And we don't like that. It's and not cool at all. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, and you know, um, Blake is playing this character who has like the qualities of, you know, that are, that are kind of most valued in our society, which is beauty and style and um, wealth and she has this sparkling dialogue and she's um, very dazzling, right. you know? And so I was like, there was a point when I was reading the script when I was saying to the director, Paul Feig, I was like, you have to give me something less annoying to do because I'm supposed to be the protagonist <laughs> and, the, you know, the, the, the audience is supposed to be on my side. Right. Um, but, you know, the truth is like she acts the way that she does because she has trauma in her life. That, is, that is an interesting character to play because I, I have read some people saying like, Oh, I, I don't like your character. Yeah. Which which means you've played her well though. Yes. Because it's 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 a weird world to be in where you go like this is realistic. She's super nice and yes. super like everything and people go like, oh, I don't like her. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that she's nice. Yeah, I don't like that she's nice, I don't like that she's stripper, and you know, and it's funny because there's um like you know, there isn't a scene where she sits down and says, look, like, this is the way that I, right. this, I am this way. I'm not really happy. I'm just like really chipper because I'm afraid that if I show one crack, I'll fall apart completely, you know? So it's like kind of my challenge was finding the moments to, to choose to show that this is all informed by the trauma that she's been through. And like, there's, there's this running thing in the movie where people are like, oh, you're a saint. And I wanted that, her reaction to that to feel different from her usual place of like self-deprecation of like, oh, this dress, oh no, not me, not right, you know, right, right. to feel like she was really uncomfortable and like, I'm not, please don't say that. The please don't say that because like to tell her that she's a good person, she doesn't like that because she has real shame about some of the, like the darkness in her past. Let's talk about a scene in the movie that everyone is buzzing about and that is you kissing Blake Lively. People are really obsessed about that. Yeah, it's a tough job, you know. I'm a professional, so I got through it. Right. Is, is, it, is it true that this was the freshest, mintiest kiss you've ever had? Yeah. Um, well, I've, you know, I've kissed some, some dudes on screen, and, you know, I'm always, like, really self-conscious, so I'm always like, does anybody have a mint? Who's got floss? And I'm using those little, like, disposable swisper things and stuff. And the guy's like, you ready? Let's do this. And, um, <laughs> and this was, like, two women, so we were both, like, popping mints and gum and flossing, and it was probably the mintiest kiss I've ever had. Mintiest kiss on screen. Yeah, in That's cinema really, history. In, in cinema history, I like that. If someone uh, walks out of this movie and uh, they go like, there's so much to absorb. There's your character's journey, there's the story itself, which is, I, I, I cannot explain to you how twisted this movie is without giving anything away, right? I just know that it was like, because this happened to me in real life, like, so my uncle... Something from the movie happened to you in real life? Well, what happened is my uncle, extended uncle from my family, he did the same thing. He went, came to a family function, and he was like, hey, can you look after my kid? And then he disappeared, and then he was gone. <laughs> and then everyone was like, where's he gone? And then he was gone forever. And then it was like... But it was a lot more funnier than your movie, right? It was like... It's... In Africa, we're like, yeah, that happens. So... But like, but like your, no, but your movie is like, it, it really is Are like- Are you okay? Yeah, it wasn't me, I'm okay. fine. 
I'm like, yeah, whatever. We were just like, You're yo. Like, it's my uncle. We're not that close. Yeah. Well, he left. Of course, we're not that close. Right. Like he's gone. <laughs> but 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 the movie really is terrifying, and it is a thriller. What do you what do you hope is the one thing people would take away from the movie when they move? Because there's so many different plots and twists that are happening. When, when you walk out of the movie, what do you want someone to think? Well, you know, it's funny. I I mean, there's so... The, the plot is so great and it is so much fun, but, like, seeing, you know, promoting the movie and seeing the reaction to it, I've kind of been examining, like, you know, different people's... Some people are more drawn to Stephanie, my character, and some people are more drawn to Emily, and it's actually kind of made me wonder, like, you know, what are the what are the qualities that I value? Like, do I let people off the hook for oh. kind of, you know, bad behavior if they are, if they seem beautiful and sophisticated? And, like, do I need to be more aware of what's going on with a person and that they might be behaving in a way that's off-putting, but there might be something going on behind that? That's fascinating. Examine the people you meet more closely because they might abandon their, their kids. children. Yeah. I like that. I need to find my uncle and use the But in a fun way, you guys. <laughs> In a fun, scary, thrilling way. Thank you so much for being Thank on the show. Thank you so much. A simple favor opens in theaters September 14th. Anna Kendrick, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.